Do you ever think that you're running your life on autopilot? Well, that was me. For over 40 years, I was dealing with a past childhood trauma that hadn't been fully addressed. Even though I had gone to therapy and I've done different methods of healing, there was something missing and I felt incomplete. And then a couple of years ago, I realized what the answer was. My name is Lynn and I'm here to help you advance your healing to a brand new level where you can fully embrace the femininity and beautiful, sexy mama who you are. And I want to share that with you through this podcast. Myself and my guests are going to inspire you with our stories of our healing and how we have truly triumphed after trauma. Jyothi, it is so amazing to have you here. I'm really excited for this chance to get to know you a little bit better. And we've got someone really amazing. Um, She has a lot of experience in a very male-dominated field. And being a woman, there have been a lot of challenges that have come with that. And she comes to us with this amazing background in cybersecurity. And we could talk a lot about that. And in addition to that, she has her heart also invested in holistic health and wellness. And she'll tell us a little bit more about that. So Jyothi, thank you so much. We have Jyothi Dugar. Tell us a little bit about what you do, who you are. Thank you so much, Lynn I am so uh, thrilled and happy to be here today in this uh, wonderful opportunity um, to really help and inspire others. Uh, I'm Jyothi Dugar. I'm also known as the chaos guru um, because I faced a lot of chaos in my life from childhood trauma all the way to, uh, as you say, uh, being in male-dominated fields uh, pretty, mu- pretty much all my life through electrical engineering, to working for uh, the Department of Defense for 15 years and being in leadership roles within uh, the, the defense system. Um, and also then moving into another male-dominated field of uh, cybersecurity. So I don't know if it's just uh, my path in this lifetime to be in these roles, uh, but you know, uh, there's definitely been uh, lots of pros and cons, um, but I treat everything as a either a lesson or it's either going to get me stronger uh, and better and when what I am here to do um, you know or it's going to be positive experience so there really isn't anything negative per se that uh, I look at um, as so um, along with cybersecurity, as you mentioned, I, um, my heart is really with the holistic wellness, uh, mind-body energy connection to uh, within everyone uh, and around everyone. So my biggest mission is to bring that approach to the cybersecurity and technology fields in the corporate setting. Wow, those are completely opposite things. I mean, way, way different spectrums. Well, with your work, thank you. It's, it's awesome to have you here. It truly is. Um, I, I'm curious to know what it's been like in, like, I'm sure there have been a lot of pressures, a lot of stresses that have come from working with men. And I'm sure there have been uh, men that are staunch military and very 
uh, chauvinistic men, um, macho because of that field. Um, so what has it been like? And you have raised in rank um, per se, and how have you how have you been able to do that with you know your femininity and and things like that? What is it What has it been like? And how have you risen? Risen? Sure. So you know um, everyone has to start somewhere. So you know if you wait till you're perfect at something, you're never going to start. But if you start something, then you you could you know get better and better at it. So in in my life. Um, you know, when I first started, I, I was always I was always born to be <laughs> different per se. Like never really tried to just fit in to what everyone else is doing or just do things because somebody told me what to do. So I always needed to to feel like this is the right thing to do for me. Um, and if I was the only person doing that, then that's that's just what I did. So when I joined, I actually joined Department of Defense um, in ninth grade. Uh, that was that was my first experience uh, in a summer internship program, and it kind of continued on um, until then. So when I graduated college, I you know was immediately accepted because I was already working for them. And um, being young and being a minority woman uh, in the in a, dep a Department of Defense uh, sector was uh, was not easy, um, but it was definitely an amazing experience just because, um, you know, what, uh, I was not in the active military, so dealt with mostly civilians um, and those that might have uh, left the military to now become uh, part of the corporate workforce. So I was always a contractor and I worked for there, but it's, they, they at, at first, you know, they, I had to really prove myself even after getting the role. So, you know, not only do you have to go, but I have to go through the normal interview process like everybody else, uh, but even after I got these roles, as I moved higher and higher up in the chain, it's almost like I have to, I had, uh, I felt that I had to keep proving myself every day uh, in the roles because the, the, the men, um, you know, again, in the engineering and technology field, it was it was all men. There weren't any women, and it's almost like they they couldn't really justify in their minds how a person that's half their age looks like a, you know she's twelve, <laughs> um, you know, can actually be my boss. So it took a while, um, and you know, I just I just did whatever I had to do. Um, I wasn't trying to prove myself to them, even though I think that's what they wanted me to do. I just I just kept you know getting better and better and better at my own skills, um, at my technical skills, at my leadership skills, communication skills, and also within myself. I just started getting stronger and stronger. And I think all the trauma that I had faced um, in my childhood. It, it, everything happens for a reason. And I felt like, it, you know, I, it, since I'm still alive and I survived through that, it just got me to a position where it set me up for what's to come, um, where I was stronger inside. And then now going through this experience, I was getting stronger and stronger. So I figured, hey, if it, it really, I literally took the saying very seriously. If it doesn't kill you, it is going to make you stronger because that's actually what life has been throwing at me at, until that point. And, you know, I, 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 it actually did happen that way. So after, um, it really did take uh, four years 
um, to to just keep just keep getting stronger and stronger, getting more stronger at my you know patient skills, communication skills, and empathy and compassion. <laughs> um, but finally, you know, almost every single person that I was managing, they all broke through. So. Um, and now we're we're still in touch, and it's funny. Uh, whenever once once in a while, when they still contact me, and they kind of jokingly pass it off, I was like, "Hey, remember that time when we all used to give you crap?" I'm like, "Yeah, how could I forget?" <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, they did come through, and once they broke through themselves, it was a night and day difference. Then really the whole table turned. Um, so they would actually watch out for me. They would have my back. They were wow. very protective and supportive. And for the longest time, I actually couldn't understand what was happening. I'm like, wait, just yesterday you were trying to stab my back and now you are, you have my back? <laughs> um, like what happened? And I actually sat down with them, not all of them, but some of them, um, after I had left the position, but we were still in touch. I'm like, what, what happened? Like, what made you change? It, it just seems so, you know, just so um, amazing. It's almost like a butterfly. <laughs> you know, you were like this person this, for all these years and suddenly you turn into this person. And what they told me was, you know, um, it, you know, th they were getting some assistance by either a mentor or a coach or maybe even their family members and they started realizing that it's it's because of their own insecurities within themselves that they thought they had to um put me down or they they thought they had to express that to uh to me uh and without realizing oh it's actually coming from within them and i think something had to happen or, you know, maybe they had a light bulb moment or aha moment one day and they're like, oh, wait, wow, like we've been giving this poor girl like all this crap. <laughs> and, but um, I think by me sticking with it, being strong and um, not giving up and not crumbling, that actually taught them like, oh, wow, why are we trying to make her crumble? Uh, you know, and then they realized like, oh, it's because they're crumbling inside. And they actually started getting um, seeking help for that, like, okay, what do we need to do? And it's all from their military experience. And um, so it actually gave me a lot more compassion because when they, 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 they completely opened up and uh, talked about, you know, PTSD, sometimes what happens wow. with the you know, mental health when, you know, when, when you're active military. So I was like, wow, I mean, you know, if you guys had, you know, just talked to me about that I, I might have been a lot more compassionate and empathetic and you know it kind of so it went like both ways so I learned a lot from them they learned a lot about how they could be uh, a better person by watching me not crumble um, and they realized that I was probably stronger than any of the lieutenant colonels that they you know had worked under uh, or been under in the military because they're like wow like we basically threw all of these uh, emotional and mental grenades at you and you're just like I'm just gonna do my thing. <laughs> I'm just gonna get stronger and stronger. And it's like you didn't you didn't walk away, you didn't quit, you didn't leave, you didn't take it out on us back. Like you just held it together and just did your thing. And and so I thought that was I still remember that experience now. So when I when I'm facing a difficult situation now, I just keep like, well, you know, it, I, I feel like whatever situations I've already been through are setting me up for this moment in time. And if I can get through that, I can get through, you know, these things. Right. You know, it is remarkable hearing this because even, you know, despite the childhood trauma that you experienced and you really, I mean, you didn't crumble 
because of that, you know, even ninth grade, you were ready to, I'm sure all of the classmates that were in that internship were probably boys, maybe, maybe another girl, I don't know. But what I hear you say that is so remarkable is you were very authentic from day one. You, you were, you knew that you, what you wanted to do, and you knew also, you knew yourself well enough to give yourself the respect to go for what you wanted. And so that carried through in all of your, all of your interactions. And I think it's just remarkable. Um, I don't think enough people in the world today can do that. And, and for our listeners, I feel that they, and myself included, if we could be more authentic, we would demand the respect. People wouldn't be able to, they wouldn't back, or they wouldn't corner us and continue to do so. Because what happens is we end up crumbling. And then we get attacked more and more and more. And then we crumble further, deeper into a hole. Um, so you never crumbled and you just, your job was more important than saving face with them, for example. So that is, that's really great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And sometimes it takes a while to find yourself. I mean, I kind of didn't really know what I was doing in ninth grade, but I, I knew that I didn't want to do what everybody else usually does, like babysitting and being a lifeguard and swimming pools and I love doing those things but then I was like yeah it's just it's just I feel like I there's more <laughs> uh, I need to do more than this so I started applying for all of these scholarships and military programs that are out there and I it was you know super hard to get I think they took one out of 20,000 kids in, in uh, you know DC Maryland Virginia so when I got in I'm like okay you know and that's that kind of started my path so by the time I graduated college I already had 10 years of experience and they were like well wow. how did you wait how, how did you get this experience I'm like oh you know I worked every summer <laughs> and winter <laughs> wow uh, yeah that's fantastic well, I think it's been very enlightening to hear your experience in a male-dominated field and how you've really risen above. With being around men, it's really easy, I think, to want to just blend in because it can be very intimidating. Yeah, uh, being around men sometimes uh, as a woman um, who's had to uh, feel like you had to protect yourself and 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 just fit in to to get that safe feeling because um, when you fit in then you you feel safer with uh, the the people that you're around um, even if it's men and you start to think that you have to be a man act like a man think like a man and um, wear clothes like a man and you can do that. It's not that women can't do that, but then the more you start doing that, you start really going away um, from who you authentically are as a as a woman and as a as a feminine woman. So everyone has feminine and masculine within them, but if you're a woman, you're in your core. Um, you know, your strongest attribute is your femininity. It's not your weakness. And uh, there's a lot of misnomers out there, especially with men, that if if you're if you're at, if you're bringing out your femininity, that it's a it's a weakness, but it's really not. Uh, so, 
you know, being in the male-dominated field and DoD and uh, electrical engineering and cybersecurity now, um, I always thought that I had to um, just, you know, uh, fit in with the men and be there and then just act like a man, talk like a man and lead like a man. And even when it came to clothes, I thought I had to wear suits and, you know, uh, you know, uh, shoes and, you know, uh, cut my hair short or just put it in a ponytail and just kind of be a man until it really just... Uh, it just wasn't working for me. I was feeling like really tired. I was just feeling uh, I couldn't sleep. I had very low energy. I wasn't really being effective or efficient at work. Um, so just a very simple change. Um, I started really looking into energy profiling. Um, and this is not something I created. It's by Ms. Um, Carol Tuttle, who, taught, who teaches energy profiling. And uh, I took the course, I got certified in it. Now I help other women realize just a simple fix of finding out who, what your energy profile is um, and wearing the clothes that are meant for your, your energy type. Um, having the, um, the hairstyle that you want that's actually best for your energy type, the type of makeup, the, you know, the colors around you. And these are things that you might have gra uh, naturally gravitated towards uh, when when you were younger, but then you slowly started backtracking, especially if you're around a lot of men. Uh, you'll notice that when you actually go back to doing that, you know, my energy type is uh, type one. So it's just like fun, bright colors, or asymmetric, you know, it's not the, the, the uh, black or blue or gray suit with our, which feels like very like tight and, and constrict, uh, you know, restricting. Mm -hmm. So just the moment I started doing that, just a simple shift, I didn't change everything in my closet, but I, you know, picked and uh, chose the colors that I really wanted to wear. Uh, so, and it made a huge difference. And little by little, people started picking up on that and others started doing that too. And because it really changes you from doesn't change you, but it brings it brings out um, who you are already from within. So it's not that you're trying to change yourself; you're just bringing out who you authentically um, are from from the inside. And so, for for working with the men, did you feel and sense a, a different um, amount of respect? So, um, you know, you have to be able to lead yourself from within first. And when you're able to do that and really bring out your true nature and your vulnerable, your vulnerableness uh, and your authenticity, um, it starts to open them out uh, even more. And then they feel comfortable bringing out their authenticity. So they started to dress that. Actually, they didn't really like wearing suits either, <laughs> it turns out. So they just thought they had to be a certain way to present themselves professionally. And, you know, me as their leader, I was like, I could care less what you wear. You can wear shorts in the office if you wanted to, you know, because I didn't hire you because you wore a suit. I hired you because. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's awesome. When you look at it and, and also you appreciate, you can appreciate other people when they are um, more, more true to themselves too. It, it really affects everybody together. Well, this has been so insightful and I can't wait to hear from you again in the future. Jyothi, thank you so much. Tell us how can we get a hold of you? Sure. Thank you so much uh, for having me. It's uh, www.jothidugar.com, J-O-T-H-I-D-U-G-A-R.com. Fabulous. Okay, can't wait to hear from you next time. Thank you for having me. It was wonderful to be here today. <laughs>
I think it's awesome that you've spent the time with us today. And, you know, my guests and I, we have been through a lot to heal our trauma and to get to where we are today. And I hope that you've been inspired. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Don't forget to share it with other women who you know are looking for some more resources to help them along their healing journey. Also, go to our website, thesexymama.com, where you have an opportunity to book a call with me where we can talk together. I can assess where you are in your healing journey to see if there's more that I can do for you. And we have a private Facebook group, which is an amazing resource for you for women only. It's called Triumph After Trauma, and I will catch you next time.